House passing the uh, stop funding uh, measure, the bill, uh, stop gap bill. Does this get us any closer to a stimulus package now that they have this kind of out of the way? Or are we still just sort of uh, seeing them drag their heels on this one? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Ben. I, I, I think it provides a, a brief relief. I mean, stopgap, I think, is the perfect word. And I think the, uh, I don't even know what the right word is for it, uh, unfortunately or, or paradoxically, perversely, I don't know, the death of, of Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. last week also, yeah. to, to me has, has injected a, a, a new level of uh, uh, partisanship mm-hmm. over this stimulus package. And, and to me, all else equal heightens the risk of, of some sort of delay. Now, I ultimately think they'll get something done, but I, I think that her, her passing has, has increased the risk of, you know, perhaps some sort of, of uh, politically caused air pocket for at least a brief time and, and some risk assets uh, as, as they're, it makes it a little harder to, to, uh, to get something done. Yeah, okay, so potentially a continuation of what we have been seeing. And uh, let's talk a little bit about, well, speaking of continuation of what we have been seeing, Powell was speaking this morning, I guess. Uh, first question is, was anything that stood out yesterday? It didn't seem like he provided many surprises. I don't think anyone really expected him to, but in terms of his comments, what raised eyebrows for you? You know, just the, to me, I guess the one thing it was how he, again, talked about in the remarks about uh, basically mentioning that they are willing to do what they need to do in terms of uh, small business, so basically going direct uh, if they have to, and that they stand ready, as you noted earlier, to to do what they have to do. Because to me, that is that's really the the sixty four thousand dollar question for markets at this point. Is I think the Fed's been pretty clear that they will uh, they will do what they have to do to make markets function. And, and it seems like what they mean by make markets function is, is, is keep interest rates at politically expedient levels, no matter what the, the size of spending is that comes from Congress and from, from the fiscal side. And so far, uh, the, what, what we've seen from the fiscal side is after the initial spike has been left wanting. And so I think it really, there's not a whole lot he said that, that surprised me. I think it, he, he once again threw it on to, to the fiscal side's lap, and, and now we wait for them. Uh, let's talk a little bit about how, well, I guess in many ways, as you were saying, he didn't necessarily say by any means necessary, but he had the look in his eye, it seemed like. Let's talk a little bit about a Fed and some of the contradictory comments we've been hearing. It sounded like Bostic didn't really think that there was more necess- uh, you know, need for stimulus. I guess with all the regional speakers coming out with Fed Chair Jerome Powell speaking, I mean, you have uh, the potential here to, to create a little bit of, uh, well, with all the transparency to remove some of the clarity potentially here as we hear from different opinions and different thoughts from these individual speakers. Yeah, I saw those headlines yesterday. I think it was Bullard who was, who was effectively contradicting mm-hmm. completely their their the outcome of their year-long policy review that they made a big splash with a couple of weeks ago and did as much as they could to to signify that it was a big deal and i i don't really know where he's coming from i don't understand what his game was there or, or what what his point was it it doesn't really make sense to me to be to be blunt um and i think the fed's cornered i think they're going to have to do what Ever it takes, basically, and uh, and and it really at this point uh, it, it falls back to the fiscal side. 
Yeah, well, you were talking about that a minute ago. All the, uh, well, the fiscal side, for one, all the spending from Congress. And, you know, we've got to pay for that somehow. That's got to be funded. We've been seeing uh, a lot of uh, auctions this week, the two-year, the five-year, the seven-year. What are we seeing in terms of demand for U.S. debt right now uh, as far as uh, investor demand? It's been good. Uh, you had a couple sloppy auctions a couple weeks ago. Ten-year uh, auction in particular was surprisingly sloppy, and that that um, was right around the time of a little bit of the biggest indigestion in the markets uh, uh, prior prior to Monday. And but again, it, it to me the wild card in that is is it's good as long as the Fed's buying right. whatever it is, eighty billion a month. <laughs> and you know the other thing that continues to in my view, be underplayed is this is supplementary leverage ratio uh, uh, regulation change that the Fed passed back in uh, April, where it exempted treasuries from the calculation for bank SLR. So it basically means banks can buy nearly infinite amounts of treasuries and they don't have to hold capital against it. And so in, in recent months, uh, there has been a growing amount of concern that the level of treasury supply is has, has breached above the level of, of Fed buying and that that could crowd out uh, 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 the private sector and drive some of what we saw in late 18 and then again mid and third quarter last year. And that's very possible. The wild card in that is that if you take a look at the treasury buying from the U.S. banking system, it's been pretty impressive. Uh, in June, on an annualized basis, if you look at the Fed's H.8 report, uh, U.S. bank holdings of uh, treasuries and agencies rose at a 48% annual rate. Uh, in July, they rose at a 39% annual rate. And then the August latest data just came out on Friday, rose again at a 24% annual rate. So you've got the, the U.S. banking system that is buying treasuries, you know, I believe it's around a $500, $600 billion annual rate at that 24% mark uh, based on uh, the level, the baseline level of, of growth. And so it really is, you're, you're watching the Fed do what they're doing, and then you watch that the banking system do what it's doing, which is effectively QE, uh, unlimited QE as proxy of the Fed. Um, and so far, when you add those two into the private sector and foreign buying that exists, uh, it's been sufficient. Demand's been good. So what, it would, what would it be without the Fed and without the U.S. banking system? Um, it's a bit story. of a counterfactual argument. It's hard to argue. Yeah. How about uh, the Fed's balance sheet? Because we had been talking about how it had been shrinking for a number of weeks while the EU was actually expanding their balance sheet. What have we been seeing there recently? It's, it's uh, been over the last, uh, boy, I don't know, several weeks flat on net. It was sh uh, shrinking for a bit. Some of that was, was uh, swap lines coming down. Okay. It's grown modestly off the lows. So if you look at it, it's, it's the big spike we saw earlier this year. It's backed off a bit. Uh, from that, from the, the peak of that spike and uh, and pulled back a bit and is now starting to trend higher again, although it's not reached prior highs yet. So we'll see what it does in coming weeks. Uh, it, I think all else equal, you should move to new highs in coming weeks, given that the Fed is still buying the, the Treasury and, and, and mortgage backs that they've talked about and that the decline in the swap lines is no longer netting against that. Uh, Luke, where do you stand on this dollar move right now? It's starting to attract some attention. It's getting bid up quite a bit, uh, testing key levels of resistance right now, the 94 level, uh, testing levels they haven't seen since the end of July. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's important to watch, um, and I think it probably will continue as long as the fiscal side doesn't do uh, basically enough. Uh, and by that, I mean, if as, as the, lo the longer we go without a stimulus package, 
uh, stronger yeah, the dollar. Stronger the dollar will okay. get. Yeah, and, and I think there's other things that could drive it higher as well. If we get a relatively um, uh, uneventful election, uh, like we have all the other <laughs> elections in the past 250 odd years history of the United States or nearly 250 year history of the United States, I think the dollar could get stronger on that too. So I think there's, and at the meantime, in the meantime, positioning on the dollar is still pretty negative. So I think it could continue for a bit, uh, but I think ultimately it's self-limiting because once it passes some critical threshold, uh, it just starts to break the world uh, and, and U.S. markets. And then we'd sort of you know, wash, rinse, repeat right back to where we were in the middle of March and the Fed's got to do something much more aggressive.